Hey there, Gold Creek. Welcome to another GC365. We are at the end of September, or basically, we're just a few days away. It was pretty quick. It went by very, very fast. I can't believe we're almost out of 2021. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy. My name is Jacob, and I'm the media director here at Gold Creek, and I am with a very special guest today. This is Carson. Hi, I'm Carson. I'm interning in the media room up here. He is. He's interning with us over the next year, and it's so great that he's doing that because he has been serving with us for a long time leading up to this. How long have you been serving with us? A little over three years now. Carson, you would probably see him on the stage running a camera. He's got the cool backpack on with the big camera. He was with us at the farm basically every single Sunday that we were down at the farm. Um, we're just so glad that you're here. I am serving too. with us over the next year, and thank you for joining me on this GC365 today. Glad to be here. Good, good. Cool. All right, so let's get into our reading for today. Uh, we start with Isaiah 57, and Carson, you said you had something that stuck out to you. Yeah, um, the one thing that stuck out to me is, I have seen what they do, but mm -hmm. I will heal them anyway. I will lead them, and mm -hmm. I will comfort those who mourn. But yeah. the reason why that stuck out to me is basically what it's saying is that You've seen what they do, but I'll heal them anyway. I will lead them. I'll comfort them. Her oh. more. It's for those who uh, you would think that, you know, everyone sins. And so it's God's there for them anyways. Yeah. Even, even when they're sinning and they, they think they're pushing, they're pushing God away. Mm -hmm. Little do they know. And God is always going to be there. Yep. Just as if you, he'll always try to forgive you. Yep. Just, you have to ask for forgiveness and he'll yep. give it to you. Nice. No, I think that's great. And it's something that we always need to remember is that uh, God's not here to condemn us. But if we ask for forgiveness, then it's there for us. You know? Yep. No, that's great. All right. We're going to go on to the next one here. Isaiah 58. Uh, the title of this I thought was interesting. True and false worship. Um, there were two things that stuck out to me in this one. The first one was verse 2. Um, yet they act so pious, they come to the temple every day and seem delighted to learn all about me. They act like a righteous nation that would never abandon the laws of its God. They ask me to take action on their behalf, pretending they want to be near me. I, it's, that part stuck out because I feel like it, it's so interesting reading back on these experiences and things that people are being called out on because I feel like, you know, the term history repeats itself. Well, here we are. I feel like that hasn't changed. Exactly. I feel like a lot of people just have church as a thing that they do and they like to put on a Christian persona, um, a facade, I guess, but yeah. it's not the true intention behind it. And then the next thing in here that stuck out to me was a, a call on those uh, who fast. Um, fasting is when you, when you take a certain amount of time where you're not going to eat um, and you're just going to focus on um, prayer with God. And it could be fasting from food, fasting from um, electronic devices, et cetera. There's different kinds of way that you can do it, but it's, it's meant to be a focus on God. And this is kind of a call out on those who use fasting in a public fashion where let's say you've decided that you're not going to eat for 24 hours, but then you tell everybody that you're so hungry because you're fasting. It's That's more of a draw of attention to yourself instead of um, to God, which is what it should be just between you two. So I thought those, um, were interesting. He's kind of tossing out some, um, as the kids would call it shade at these guys. So, yeah. Yeah. Anything stick out to you in this? Um, not for Isaiah 50. Basically what you just said, mm -hmm. it was the same thing that I saw. Mm -hmm. Um, people are always 
going to church and pretending to be following God Mm -hmm. when really in the background, they're not really following God at all. They're just doing it to make it look like, oh, I'm a Christian. I follow God. But really, they don't. Mm -hmm. They just just to say that they are Christian. Yeah. And I feel like uh, if, you know, if this speaks to you in that kind of way, really just we want the intention of of following God to be on him. Right. We're servants of God. And so. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's go on to Isaiah 59. What's that got to you here? Um, The one thing that stuck out to me in this one is, listen, the Lord's arm is not too weak to save you, nor is his ear too deaf to hear you call. Basically what that's saying is kind of like what I said earlier. um, God is not going to push you away or he's, or you're not going to be able to push him away completely Mm -hmm. because he's no matter how far you think you are from God. Yeah. He's always going to be there to hear you and to save you when you want, when you ask for it and he's you just have to accept the love of God yeah. because it's not going to go away. No, I love that. That's well said. Something that stuck out to me in here was verse 9 and it says so there is no justice among us and we know nothing about right living. We look for light but find only darkness. We look for bright skies but walk in gloom. And it goes on to kind of follow that same suit Um, and it's almost like all of these sins that we as humanity have and that, you know, having God in our lives, it kind of puts a a fork in that to the point where, um, all of these things don't pile up on ourselves and we're not alone. And, you know, us as humans, we almost feels like innately, we want to do the bad, the wrong thing, but, um, God calls us to do the right in a, in a right way of living, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yep. And so, yeah, that's kind of what stuck out to me in that. Uh, And then we're going to go on to Philippians 1. Did you have anything in Philippians 1? Not really much in Philippians 1. I had uh, verse um, 13. It's just kind of a testament to Paul in the situation that he was in. Uh, Verse 13 says, For everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ. Then if we go down a few others, it says, Those... Others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambitions, not sincerely intending to make my chains more painful to me. And I feel like that's a a, te- a, a call to us to be careful and, and know that there are some people who will use religion and um, Christianity as an example for personal gain and to lead others astray. But um, Paul in prison was not stopping his call to spread the gospel to others. Uh, and he is a perfect example of uh, a pure at heart um, person who wants to spread the gospel, spread the message. And so, yeah, I thought that was, that was kind of interesting right there. Um, what about Psalms? I, at least at the beginning of Psalms for me, it's, uh, Psalms is so interesting because it's almost like a bipolar reading of, King David and you're watching him in some Psalms where he's at a high and he's really happy with what's going on. And then he's at a low. And then in this one, it says, Oh Lord, I've come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. And he goes on to ask God um, to help him with all these things. And so it's almost just this roller coaster Mm -hmm. that you're riding throughout the entire book of Psalms. Um, And so, yeah, that just kind of reiterated that to me this time around. And then last we come to Proverbs, but I don't think I, this one didn't really stick out to me, did it for you? Not really me either. 
Yeah, that's okay. Sometimes that happens. You know, there are verses in here um, that you may have something stuck out in Philippians or one of these that didn't for us, and I encourage you to let us know what that is. Uh, but thank you, Carson, for joining me today, and we're so happy to have you on the team. And thank you, everybody, for watching, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.